0: money mindset and a lot of people have an odd relationship with money and um, I think it's Rich Dad Poor Dad if you haven't read that book fantastic book Robert Kiyosaki highly recommend it um, but money doesn't grow on trees well it does the no. magic
1: money tree well <laughs> no, no that the does. Does. yeah the, yeah no. But
0: if you notice no matter generally where you go, what you do, you know, how much you spend on one extravagance or another extravagance, next month there's still more money. okay, but where where did that money come from? Okay, yeah, yeah yeah there's there's your salary, there's your you know job and all the rest of it, but you're you're putting you're spending money and then your bank account gets refilled and it gets refilled and it gets refilled. Now, if you change your thinking about a limited money belief, your bank account's going to get refilled every month anyway. It might not be as full as you want it to be right now, but if you change your mindset around money and live within your means, look at what you can cut back on, look at what you are spending on, that, that you know, amount it goes up and up and up and up and up
1: yeah I think on a, a, a broader point there Kieran whether it's money doesn't grow on trees whether we're working to pay the bills whether money is the root of all evil or the root to all evil okay? all of those things and many others by the way are some of the th- stories that most of us hear when growing up Okay, and they stay with us, don't they, all the while? The, they, they do. Money's not easy to come by.
0: Yeah, huh? yeah, all of these things. And, but you've got to look at who's teaching you that and what financial position they're in. But people don't,
1: because um, they're brought up with it, usually, conditions. all of us, okay? Parents, yep. neighbours, uncles, aunts, grandparents, whoever, but the majority are usually parents, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, mean hear those stories.
0: But, and and again, you know, no disrespect to anyone's parents out there. You know, they did the best they could and they Absolutely. can only teach the understanding that they have. But if your parents were super wealthy, they wouldn't have said that. They wouldn't have said that. And yeah, That's just a fact. That's not me supposing. That's not me. My parents were not wealthy. I got told those same things. But I can tell you for a fact, wealthy parents doesn't, do not say that to their children, they do not have that limiting mindset about money.
1: Yeah, so then it obviously builds an aversion in people's mind and also uh, linked with that usually is uh, if somebody's well off quite often, or sometimes uh, people will say, well, they made money quite easily, must be doing something bad. Yeah. Okay? People who have lots of money are bad people. They take advantage of others and so on and so forth. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, look at that 19-year-old that's driving a flash car. Yeah.
0: Either it's either it's parents' money, it must be parents' money, you must have wealthy parents, what a spoiled brat, or it's, I wonder what dodgy things is Illegal activity, yeah. What, what illegal activity he took part in to get the money to pay for that. And
1: not necessarily true at all. But well, the main important thing here really is, again, talking about mindset, None of our business, unless you're doing something illegal, which we know about, which where we have a duty to report. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's,
0: that, different. That's, that's different. That's yeah.
1: different. That's not. Yeah. But we're just focusing on mindset.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. And so, so, so within that, you've got, you know, the money, the money coming in, the money going out. If you stop thinking about it as te- um, real world example, um, I've got a friend who has, by their own admittance... Kieran, we all have a friend. Well... <laughs> Carry on. I, I, not everyone has a friend. Don't they? Okay. That, that's going down a darker path. Oh, we won't go down that. But by their own admittance, they're rubbish with money. You know, they can't save. You know, the, the, their their um, description of them with money is,
1: imagine trying to catch water with your hands open... But people say that I'm really bad with money, or I can't handle money, or I can't manage money. Again, it's that programming in your mind or to your mind where you're saying, I've got some aversion to this, I'm really yeah. bad. Did, did that make sense? But once once every other week, once a month, I generally do
0: a check in with them just to, you know, see how things are getting on because I, I was invested in helping them sort things out. You know, and now going from, you know, debt, loans, overdraft, you know, yes, they still have loans, no credit card. So we've paid that off, got rid of that, you know, high, high, highest amount paid off first. And gradually, they're just gradually, it's going to take them another year, 18 months to get out of their overdraft. And it's not a large overdraft, but it's about doing it in small steps, one step at a time, just gradually changing that mindset, gradually moving away, gradually adding to it, gradually, gradually, gradually. And it's not limited their life at all. It's not changed really the way they live their life. All that's changed is that every month, every two weeks, something like that, we have a quick catch up, how are finances going, how are you said? And because they're looking at it more, and that I think that's one of the key points is they're seeing it more. Because they're seeing it more, they're taking more affirmative action. Because they're taking affirmative action, it's, yeah. it's something that's on their mind. So because it's on their mind, they're doing something about it because they're doing something about it. It's, it's building habit and that habit is building consistency and that consistency is going to serve them well in the long run.
1: Yeah, this is um, going back to the earlier point about the stories or the mindset that we have. You either tell people stories, yep. people tell you stories, or you tell yourself stories. And the third one is the most important. What story are you telling yourself on a regular basis about anything to do with mindset, okay? It's too hard, it's too difficult, I'm not good with it, I can't do it, it's always been tough, and it was tough for my parents and my grandparents and whatever and other this is never reasons and excuses that we have, okay? It, and and the, the thing about money is, uh, it's important for people to, notice and note if they haven't already. Money doesn't have a conscience. No. Money doesn't talk, money doesn't eat, money doesn't walk. What money does is moves from one person to another. Money doesn't
0: care if you're a good human or a bad human.
1: It doesn't because if it did, then all the good human beings would have lots of money, and all the bad ones, okay, wouldn't all the ones who are, as we said earlier, doing illegal activity, whether they're selling drugs, people trafficking, uh, whether they are selling uh, arms, nuclear weapons, all of that type of stuff, which most people obviously agree with shouldn't be uh, sold, all of those things, okay, uh, those people would have no money. If only that was the world we lived in. But does that make sense? To that? Yeah, yeah. And then people say you got to work hard to make money, absolutely, hard work is a good ethic. But if you look at the people who work the hardest in the world, uh, generally speaking, I think people would, would, would agree that they don't always tend to get paid the most. and. I think some people would say that if you look at developing countries, people tend to work harder because it's more manual labour. Yeah. Okay. As in physical hard work, I'm talking about here, not mental hard work. Uh, and I, but I think. I get paid the most. So. I also think there's a common.
0: I say I, I'm going to I'm going to say misconception because I do I do see see it differently to a lot of people, and I'll admit that. But um, it's there's like a meme that runs around all the socials every so often of a little toy man with a wheel that he spins around and you put a 10 pence piece on it and he spins around and he goes really really fast and then there's a slightly bigger one which is your supervisor you put a bit more money on to get that working but it doesn't spin as fast then you get to the bigger one even more money on to get it moving and, you know, the whole the whole analogy yeah. of it is the higher up the chain you go, the more money you d- get, but the less work you do. I don't strictly believe that's true. No. Because I think, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you know, you, you work harder than everyone else because you don't switch off 24-7. You know, if someone rings you at 11 o'clock at night and says, yeah, Shaz, we've got a problem. Something's crashed, something's gone down. You know, ultimately,
1: the buck stops with you. It's your responsibility. there's two of to. the things that comes with uh, as you know, Kieran. One, obviously, is the risk that you're taking when yeah. those doors open or close every morning, afternoon, evening, whatever your opening hours are, you're taking a certain amount of risk and then it's the value that you're adding, okay? That's more important. Okay? Yeah. Somebody gets paid £50,000 a year, compared to somebody who gets paid £100,000 a year, they might not be doing the same hours, but the £100,000 person might be doing less hours, but are they adding more value yeah. with a certain amount of expertise that they have? But if they are or they're not to get paid more because they're doing more value. And, and that's, like I say, that, 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 that's a little misconception
0: that I personally think a lot of people have. Um, are, and it's, And it comes back to, you know, their beliefs around money. You know, you're at the top of the tree, so you earn more money for doing less work. We ignore the, you know, the 20-year overnight successes because – and the other phrase that is – Oft banded around, oh yeah, but it's easy for you. Is it? Is it really? Well, I I shall tell you, sir, walk a mile in my shoes and then tell me how easy it is. Of course. Then you'll be a mile away and you'll have my shoes. I'm not sure that was a good idea.
1: (laughs) But it's it's that uh, kind of cliche story that we've all heard at some point where someone calls a plumber, okay, and they fix their boiler and they give a Bit less, let say, for a hundred pounds, right? And the invoice says, you know, uh, ten pounds for the job for the bits, yeah, and 90 pounds for knowing where to hit it and how hard to hit it, Yep. That's called experience, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but that's yeah. not fair. But no, you,
1: you come back to your earlier point, I think you made a good point with your friend, uh, which is when you focus on things because i the this exercise a lot with people, obviously, uh, being an accountant. Uh, They say, let's write stuff down and let's track and measure. And that's when they see how much money is being wasted or leaked, okay, on things that they don't need. And it also then helps them focus on how much they actually need and how much they want to have in the future to do the things that they want to do or to retire or to create a legacy for their children or whatever they want. And and, uh, there's a fantastic author called, well, there's an author called T. Harv Ecker, who's got a fantastic book, and he talks about having jars. So you have, have different jars, compartments, Yeah. Okay. and then you put money in each compartment. So for example, let's say you're earning £1,000 a week, and then you assign a certain amount you're going to spend on rent, and you live within your means on that, or for your mortgage, then on food, then on other things. Because then you say, okay, I've only got £1,000 a week, so I'm going to spend 20% on that on my accommodation. So therefore I'm, I'm going to buy or rent or buy something that, okay, only takes up £200. But what people tend to do, and we're all guilty of this by the way, is a thousand pounds is coming in and we want that bigger place, which costs us £500 a week. And it, it doesn't work weekly by the way, I'm just trying yeah, to simplify yeah, yeah. it. Uh, £500 a week. So now you got, you've only got £500 left. And the same happens with food, takeaways, restaurant, eating out, meeting friends buying clothes subscriptions which as you know we're a subscription based society nowadays everything's yeah. pretty much subscription based uh and it's all leaking out and at the end of the month there's more month left than there is the money yeah so discipline
0: yeah there is and i also think that people and i mean you can find this you know this information you know loads of places online you know you need to split your salary down into X amount for savings, make sure that that's, you know, save and never touch, sand savings, um, there's, you know, emergency fund saving, there's, you know, living living money, and then there's disposable income, at the, right at the end, and the last... Yeah, you know, different people have different percentages. And different people, yeah, like I said, different people have different percentages. Um, but I personally find that a lot of people will look at that and go, well, if there's more month left at the end of the money, then at no point am I ever going to be able to get sand savings. You know, save and never touch. That, that's not going to happen. So something we were discussing earlier, ironically, um, you have to because, yeah, and it's always wealthy gurus that will tell you save and never touch, save this much, do that. And that's all well and good if you can afford to do that but if that's not the world you live in if that is not an accurate portrayal of what you've got you need to look at what you've got coming you've got to take a more detailed analysis and actually track it and see where the leaks are because it's not you're not going to be able to split 25% of your salary straight off the bat into in into sa- savings you know for example, the, av- the average salary in the UK is £2,000 a month, average. Um, net, you mean? Yeah, 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 net take home. So for £2,000 a month, the average rent is £850. So almost half of your salary, before you even get started, goes into rent. Mort- the average mortgage is around the same. So, you know, okay, so bills, as we know, have gone up almost, I think it's 150% over the last year and a half. So, you know, you could be paying five, 600 pound a month in bills. Well, okay, if your net take home is 2000 pound a month and you know, all these gurus are saying save 250 pound. Okay. Well, I save 250 pound. That's fair. That's all well and good. I spend 850 pound on my mortgage slash rent. That's 1100 pound. I spend £500 on water, gas and electric, the essentials. Well, that's £1,600 before you even get into your internet, your, you know. Everything
1: else. Everything else. That's what I was saying. We will have different percentages. So I I try not to give you the percentage. Sometimes people ask and say, okay, this is what you could possibly do. Uh, But it's going to be a different number. I think what's really important, and again, we touched on it earlier, is building a habit. Whether uh, Whether it's a pound a week, a pound a month, but slowly slowly building that habit and then after a while as you focus on it you'll start thinking okay how do I make it two pounds, five pounds, seven pounds because I think uh, I'd uh, be putting my neck out but everybody listening uh, spends money on something uh, that they could reduce
0: yeah I would would agree with that
1: and uh, so I don't mean eliminate I mean reduce whether it's eating out, whether it's subscriptions, whether it's coffee whether it's cigarettes, whether it's drinking, okay, uh, whatever it is, everybody can say, I can be better at this. So that gives that extra flexibility uh, to say, okay, now I'm going to save. Now it's a choice to make. Do I want to compromise all this and drinking less coffee or whatever else uh, to saving money? Or do I want to say, you only live once, I want to enjoy it and I want to do this. And that's the difference that people have in terms of mindset and discipline, because there's certain behaviors that money likes. Yeah. And one of them is... Discipline.
0: Yeah, Discipline about there it, is. money
1: likes that. Okay. And it then is it work works its way towards you. There are other behaviors as well, which we'll cover on another episode. But today, we just want to just kind of set the foundations in terms yeah. of basic beliefs, and how people think about things and then perhaps how they ought to think about things.
0: Well, and going back
1: to my friend who's
0: gradually improving in their in their financial state, it's i look at my bank account almost every day i can tell you exactly to the penny how much is left to go out before payday and you know we've got another what 10 days until payday i know exactly how much money is going to go out between now and payday minus plus or minus you know maybe 20 pound for you know buying things that unaccounted for not many people i know can do that and in in the case of my friend's friend, when we first started, it was very much a case of, okay, so what goes out of your account each month? Oh, I don't know. How can you not know? Okay, well, first things first, look at your account. Let's figure out how much is going out. You know, the apps are there; they'll tell you. They'll, they're there
1: to they're there to help you. Well, the first got, part of any appraisal is let's look at the facts. Yeah, where are we? I mean, yeah. people do, and uh, this happens to me every time by the way. So I'll clean up and kill the subscriptions and everything else, and then do the exercise again. And after, let's say after a year, for example, uh, I don't exactly time it, uh, but let's say it's, it's a year and then I'll build other stuff up. If I wasn't to, again, Stay we on reduce, top of it and reduce Possibly it. eliminate those things. Here. You just add up, add up. And a lot of people do that. And when they actually write stuff down, like we said earlier, say, wow, we're waiting X amount every single month to never realise I've not done that over the last five years or about this much here. And subscriptions they don't even use anymore.
0: Think things that have gone by the wayside, but they've never cancelled it. They've never actually looked into their account and gone, Oh, I don't use that, I don't use that, I don't use that, I don't Oh, that that's yeah. Even if those are you yeah, know, five ninety nine subscriptions, seven ninety nine subscriptions. Yeah, that no. five, f- five eight pound a month subscriptions. It's forty quid a month. Now, that's not huge, but it is significant over time. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.